All right, you need to stop slandering Vin Diesel like this. I will turn this podcast off. <laughs> turn it off. Go, go, do it. Uh, but I let's sat get through to enough Cardi slander. I'm gonna talk my shit now. I'm gonna talk my <laughs> shit now. Vin Diesel, you suck. All right, listen up. The men we're after are professional runners. We find them, we take them as a team, and we bring them back. And above all else, we don't ever, ever let them get in the cars. Home sweet home. Welcome back to Unwrap, where three cousins discuss the latest in entertainment. I live my life a quarter podcast at a time. And my name is Rishi Rajiko Pollan. I'm Ashwin Ramesh. Arvin Krishnamurthy. Whether you're listening to us on all major podcasting platforms or watching our video version on YouTube, rate us, review us, and subscribe to know when we drop new episodes. So we're doing something a little bit different this week. Uh, today is the 10-year anniversary of Fast Five, the crown jewel in the Fast and Furious empire that has dominated the box office for the last 20 years, ever since uh, Ushman was two years old. And we are talking a little bit about the series as a whole, and uh, we have some categories and stuff to, to just break down this cinema classic. So let's, let's talk a little bit about our you know, exposure to Fast and Furious. I am predictably a Fast and Furious stan, uh, I didn't actually catch on to the movies until like the fourth one. And I think I was like 13 when it came out. I was super into cars and like just getting into all that stuff. And uh, obviously fell in love with it. Have seen the entire uh, rest of the series essentially in theaters ever since then. So Fast Five was actually my first Fast and Furious movie that I saw in theaters. And it was fucking awesome. Uh, I've seen the entire series probably upwards of 10 times. I love these movies. They're incredible. And uh, I'll leave it at that. What about y'all? Um, yeah, I mean, Rishi said that this is the crown jewel of the Fast and Furious Empire. So if that's the case, I don't want to know what the other ones are like. Uh, but that being said, this is this is really my only uh, exposure to Fast and Furious. Obviously, like, you know, I'm saying I'm, I'm well versed with uh, the franchise and, you know, all the actors and people in it. But yeah, I'm not a. I I do like cars. I grew up liking cars for sure, but I was never really a Fast and Furious guy. And um, you know, I think uh, watching this movie, revisiting this this cinema classic, kind of stamped that uh, I will probably not be a Fast and Furious guy going forward. I don't really like cars. Don't know very much about cars, but uh, I don't know that this taught me anything about cars because I felt I felt like it wasn't. There wasn't, uh, it wasn't anchored deeply in uh, sort of the way cars function. I think I'd, I'd prefer Lightning McQueen for that kind of education. <laughs> well, it's a good take. Yeah. Good take. Yeah. I would, I, the th one of the things about Fast Five that makes it so like important in the series is this is sort of the pivot point where they go from like street level street racers and it's more about the racing and it's more about the cars. And then Fast Five is sort of the springboard that launches them into, you know, international espionage, spies, like flying around, like all of that comes, you know, throughout the next four movies. So Wait, it is Rish, definitely a little I, bit less about the cars. Can I ask a question? Because I don't, the Hit internet me. is surprisingly confusing on this. And also, I just can't follow it. 
I, I've always heard rumors that this was like the origin of the beef between Vin Diesel and uh, um, yeah. So also like what and, and did that mean did that end the series basically? Nah. So there have been like a, a couple beefs throughout this like Fast and Furious experience, oh, but a lot of that it it's all kind of anchored around The Rock. So yeah, The Rock comes in in this movie, uh, which we'll talk a little bit more about in like the casting section, but. Um, yeah, he and Vin Diesel, like that fight between the rock and Vin Diesel took okay. like a week to shoot. And apparently they have like extremely, uh, stringent, like stipulations about like, I can't take too big of an L to the rock <laughs> on screen. So like they, they, I think there was reports that it came all the way down to like, they have to have equal punches landed and equal like takedowns. Like it's like a that USC so scorecard or something like that. So, uh, there definitely was beef. And then the rock. I think it it didn't like get bad until the last movie. I think it was when eight came out. The Rock put out like this very sassy Instagram post where he was like, I had a great time working with the women on the film, but some of the male actors like really need to be professionals and XYZ. Uh, and then Tyrese and The Rock had beef because like Hobbs and Shaw coming out delayed the ninth movie, uh, which is coming out this summer. And so Tyrese was like, you know, uh, the Rock is like putting his own personal like box office stuff ahead of the like you know the larger well, family. Wasn't, he, all wasn't Tyree saying delayed. he was bankrupt? Wasn't Tyree saying things he was like that? Yeah, he, but was saying, he, like, but he actually know, this, wasn't though, right? It's delaying the check. Tyrese is kind of a mess. Uh, Wait, it's really hard to tell what just, exactly is true, just, what isn't true. He, he just posted a video on Instagram. Uh, he apparently just yeah. went on Instagram Live. He was on Live. Shaving yeah. his girl's pubic hair on Live. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. and it was during the Oscars, and I'm pretty sure they were having an Oscar party in his house at the same time. Like, Jamie Foxx and all these people are having an Oscar yeah. party at Tyrese's yeah. house. Yeah, this is the 10-year anniversary, April 29th, 2011. And so we have some categories to break this film down. And our first category, you had to be there talking about the time that this film came out. So uh, I pulled a couple of things uh, around this release date. So this was around the time Bridesmaids came out that same week, two weeks after the first Thor film. Um, and this came out on the same day as the first royal wedding, uh, Prince William and um, Kate Middleton royal wedding which feels like forever ago but yeah it's 10 Wait, years Prince ago you've got a divorce i didn't even I, so no 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 like no the they're first, still together like oh, no, uh, rec- the oh, first like modern era royal wedding. wedding like not okay. not the with, first with, ever royal wedding <laughs> that was a very long time ago <laughs> i know i just thought it was i i don't know you know i don't pay, i don't pay any attention to the royal wedding yeah i mean me neither but so I, I didn't was, even know yeah yeah or i've got that clean lineup and forgot how to act (laughs) exactly (laughs) royal wedding yeah i don't really need to keep up with that shit uh box office was a pretty big box office opening for this film uh opening week took home 86 million dollars 34 million on the first day itself uh took home 626 million total which was a record for an april uh released film until three years later when Captain America Winter Soldier came out. So it took it took the MCU to finally take down uh, take down this movie as far as April releases. It was the number six uh, grossing movie that year, 2011, and the ones above it, a Harry Potter movie, a Transformers movie, a Twilight movie, a Hangover Part 2, and a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So like this is, Damn. it's cemented among the, yeah, the fire like blockbuster movie franchises. Yeah. Um, 
uh, when it came out. And Oscars that year was like when the artist swept all the Oscars, which artist is not a very good movie. But they took home best picture, director, actor, a couple other things. Jean Dujardin was was nice in it, bro. He was nice. Eh, it's it. fine. It, it was fine. I think people thought the black and white people went a little too far with it. People, but love, people love it when he switched the colors around. Yeah, here's what I'm saying. Steven Spielberg's War Horse got a Best Picture nomination, and I feel like Fast Five is a better movie than War Horse. And I feel I've like they never got seen War Horse, but it would have to be very like bad for Fast Five. War Horse fucking stinks. <laughs> I've never I definitely seen it. bailed on War Horse like 30 minutes. It's all about a guy and his horse. It's terrible. And Real <laughs> Steel, the Hugh Jackman fighting robots movie, got a VFX nomination over Fast Five, which I also think is cap. Real Steel is a great film, but it's... No, bro. We had to talk about the effects because I actually think the effects were... Yeah, the, the, uh, this is a grasp of physics that I'd say was... Really? A, akin to that of like a first grader. I think you will be proven <laughs> very wrong uh, as we as we get into okay. it. Well, so, well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's you had to be there. With that, let's get into uh, the cast and the curious. Our casting category, where we're going to talk a little bit about the main cast of the film. Obviously, this is an ensemble that had been together for 10 years at that point. The first film came out in 2001. And we'll talk a little bit about the acting and give out a couple awards. So, uh, let's talk about this main cast. Um, we have, obviously, the main character is Vin Diesel. and Yeah. He was... It's interesting because a lot of these... A lot of these like main cast members that have become huge stars really got their break with this series. But uh, Vin Diesel is not one of them. He was already a movie star. Um, he uh, had done Saving Private Ryan, The Iron Giant, Boiler Room, Pitch Black uh, before The Fast and the Furious. So he was already starring in, in pretty well-known and big movies. Um but yeah, what do you how do you feel about Vin Diesel? I mean, he's obviously post Fast and Furious. Triple X, Chronicle of Riddick, he's in the MCU. He's he's a huge star at this point. He was the classic film is the pacifier. All Vin Diesel <laughs> should be measured against the pacifier, bro. Uh, nothing else matters. Bro, I I mean look, I'll be the first one to say, like, and this is coming from an outsider, right? Who like, you know, didn't know a lot of the backstories, a lot of the history coming in to this the same way that, you know, a fan like you would know Rishi. But like, yeah, obviously the characters are are iconic, right? Like, you know, Dom Toretto, Mia Toretto, you know what I'm saying? Agent O'Connor, Agent Hobbs, like all of them are iconic characters. And, you know, even being an outsider, I can recognize that and recognize how crazy it is to see their, you know what I'm saying, their growth throughout the franchise and all that stuff. But that being said, Vin Diesel is a terrible fucking actor. He is so bad at acting. It is ridiculous, bro. Like, he has no ability to use any facial emotions whatsoever. He is so, his delivery is so dry. Paul Walker, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's an OG. That's a legend. Acting is terrible. Yeah. Every wow. like the Paul only Walker, the only main peace, character on his grave, <laughs> yeah. The, the only like, Paul Walker, how dare no, you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that with disrespect, bro. But like he, listen, he, he's a legend. Respectfully, but, you suck ass. <laughs> yeah, respectfully speak with all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect, <laughs> with all due respect, Mia Toretto. I no, I'm, I'm playing, but I'm playing, I'm playing. But yo, honestly, I'm not even saying this like on any. I'm not even saying it on any level like that. But of the main circle of characters the recurring characters 
Like I, I thought that Jordana Brewster was the only one who did like a solid job. Like Dwayne the Rock was like okay, sure, like you know what I'm saying, but like he just basically just like flexed his muscles in his Under Armour tee and said, "You son of a bitch!" Every two seconds, like <laughs> he didn't do anything, bro. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, especially Vin Diesel, so bad at acting, bro. <laughs> wow, bro. So fucking bad. I cannot bro, emphasize so, enough. The, the thing is, it's so hard. I to cannot. Separate. I couldn't. It's just like what was even required of them. I feel like they didn't. They weren't asked to do anything. Like there was not a. Was it as if they had to like method Bro, get into okay, method? Other like, than Luda, I, Luda, I think Luda went. No, Luda kill, actually, Luda killed it. Tyrese killed it himself. Became a hacker no. king. Luda, Luda was Luda was was killing it. Tyrese was killing it. Sung Kang was killing it. Was killing it. I think yeah, he might yeah, be. Yeah. But bro, wow. no, bro, I, I couldn't disagree about, more about, on uh, Vin. What about I couldn't disagree more on Vin? But what about honorably oh, serving Gal Gadot? It's fine. Uh, not like she, she didn't really do a bad job. Scene. But she yeah. only had one seat, which was just to lure the guy to put his hand on her ass. To get Gal Gadot figured. sucks, bro. She's a that terrible a actress. Funny. Yeah, she's not a good actress. I, not but. to tip the uh, the recast uh, segment, mm-hmm. but Gal Gadot sucked. I don't think she's a good actress. I've seen her in like four or five movies at this point, and she's been bad in every single one of them. She is what y'all are saying about Vin Diesel. She has no line readings, bro, zero emotion on her face. She doesn't so, change her bro, voice Rishi, you for can't, anything. You can't, Vin, you can't, Vin, you can't defend you. this, do bro. Do not punch me. Whatever you do, don't punch me. <laughs> bro, I, I just disagree, bro. Dominic Toretto is the linchpin of the series, right? So he comes back in Fast 4. So after the Fast and the Furious, he's gone for two films. He's not in Too Fast, Too Furious, which is awesome. And he's not in Tokyo Drift, which is also pretty dope. Um, but when he comes back, that's when they like hit the gas and really take off on this franchise. Cause Tokyo Drift was a flop, bro. They only made like 23 million opening weekend. Like it was not a well-received no, film. Not, which is and, why I emphasize how iconic of a character he is. And like, yeah, like I'm, I'm not denying that he is the star of the franchise, but that doesn't yeah. mean that he did a good job acting at bro, all whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Fair I enough. Agree. I agree with that, but it's just hard. It's so hard to evaluate. Cause like, what is his most like? deep moment it's probably when he's driving he said salula familia <laughs> yeah it was either that or we said this was always it's the plan this was always the plan yeah and it's oh, like he's right. told anyway, you bro literally happy. this man paul walker saves his life he's like i thought i told you to move on yeah see I y'all don't understand so dominic toretto like he's that yeah, badass to oh, where yeah, like this shit doesn't phase him he's the greatest driver in the world like bro, he, this was not, always the plan. Like it's him. casual, he bro. Reads lines every single line, no matter the scene, in the exact same monotone voice, mm, without being sure. able to stretch his mouth more than like this far <laughs> off. Bro, the don't tell me after that Hobbs fight when he gets back up and he's like about to cry and he like slowly, very like muscularly puts his hands behind his head. Don't what tell me you didn't you feel saying? that, bro. I knew he already bro. The only thing I was feeling was the sleepiness. Come on, because I fell asleep during this movie three times. I had Bruh. to watch it three separate times. But that callback, y'all didn't understand I the callback. I ran out of my 48-hour rental on Amazon Prime. I had to rent it again. <laughs> I paid eight bucks to watch this, bro. I mean, that's, that's on you. That's on you. I don't that's understand how you can sit down for this film and not watch it all the way through and then watch Fast 6. I don't understand how. Dude, but I think, I think you're you overestimating. You might be the only one who feels that way. You're overestimating one thing, which is like, this is actually insanely confusing. The prep, like, dude, if you tried to explain to me the actual plan of of what 
was going on. Well, they don't go period. over the plan at all. They just say, we're That's gonna need saying. a team. Actually, and then the next thing you know, they break into the police headquarters. The, plan. They think yeah. is, the <laughs> thing is, they initially, they initially have a different plan, and then some, just like one dude in, in like Portuguese is like, we need the GT340, and he's like, everything's different now. We have an entirely separate plan, but it's not clear yeah. why they have a separate plan. That's how smart Dom is. You don't, bro, you, y'all right, don't understand. Dude, but I no, 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 no. I'm not, we're not just talking about Dom here, bro. We like, got, yeah. We're talking about P- Paul Walker, right? Once again, yeah. with all due respect, bro, in the, in with the, in this, in the car, respect. in the car chase scene, which by the way, I'll say from a, from an action standpoint, super dope, bro. When they're dragging the safe, super yeah. dope, right? Yeah. Like shit like that is cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on that at all. That shit was fun to watch, but Bro, when they're dragging the safe, like, this is literally what's happening, right? Paul Walker's driving, and, like, he sees police cars behind him, and he goes, no! And then, like, they make a turn, and there's no police cars. He's like, yes! And then they turn again, <laughs> no! Oh, no, Dom, what are we gonna do? Oh, wait, we're good. Like, it's so basic and fucking terrible, bro. It's, like, it's literally, like, you know why? We're going back 2011. This is reminding me of the people in my sixth grade middle school play. They did a better job doing uh, fucking Cinderella or whatever it yeah. was. I don't well, even know. you got to understand, in the action sequences, we're not really focused on delivering, like, gut-wrenching speeches or anything. It's all about what's going on. But, listen, bro. The We'll, I, we'll, we'll get into highlights, but let's let's finish casting first. So, we do get the rock that joins the, the uh, you know, fast family in this film as it was. And The Rock, who is now the biggest star in the world, the highest grossing actor, uh, sort of owes his his superstardom to this film. Because like before, previous to Fast Five, he was doing like WWE, obviously, and is, is a big star in WWE. But with like his movies, he was doing like, he had like Gridiron Gang, Get Smart, but he was doing like the Tooth Fairy, Scorpion King, like these kind of bit part villain roles where mm-hmm. it's like they just needed a big buff guy. Kind of like what Terry Crews was doing in like the early, early 2000s. Oof. And yeah, I don't know, the game plan, the Tooth Fairy, that shit grossed a lot. Yeah, game but Game like, plan grossed 150 mil off a $20 million budget. Tooth Fairy wasn't grossed 113 off 50 mil. I think he was a star. No, Fast Five grossed no, 600 no. million, bro. And no, then no, no, now, no. I'm not an action star, but he was a box office star. Like, you can't say he blew up off this. Sure, sure. No, he didn't blow Because, I mean, he was already super well-known in WWE. He's the biggest star WWE's ever had. But post-Fast well, Five... Yeah. John Cena, maybe. He jumps into G.I. Joe. He gets pain and gain. He's Hercules. He gets Ballers. I think Ballers is announced like two years after Fast Five comes out. He has a star of his own HBO show. And then now he's you know, done a bunch of Jumanji films. He has an NBC show about his life. You know, shouts to Young Rock. I haven't checked it out, but I, I will at some point. Is that part of the YCU? The, the Young <laughs> Characters Universe? Yes, the Young, the, the young, young Sheldon Universe. universe. Young, Sheldon universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. young Rock, yeah. Young Sheldon. Yeah, they're all, they're yeah, all together. The young Cinematic Universe. And yeah. he's going to be in the DC Universe. He's going to be Black Adam coming up in, in a couple I, years. I, I heard we're getting, a, we're getting the Young Dom show soon where he says, Salut, love. You, you're actually playing, but Vin Diesel's son is playing young Dom in, in the next movie. It's been confirmed. Oh, yeah. We got a and I, Hopefully I his son wait. is a better actor than he is. That's my yeah, yeah, all right. You need to stop slandering Vin Diesel like this. I will turn this podcast off. <laughs> turn it off. Go, go, do it. Uh, but I let's sat get through enough Cardi slander. I'm going to talk my shit now. I'm going to talk my <laughs> shit now. Vin Diesel, you suck. Uh, Schwinn is still a little sore that we're not doing the Young Thug album. Uh, yeah, but, you know. big, big sore. Priorities, priorities. Uh, let's give out our award for six man of the film. Uh, so six man, that is our non-starting off the bench. Who gave the best performance in small minutes? Put up big points. Uh, Arvin, who's your six man? 
I honestly don't know if they said a single line in English, but the Leo and Santos buddy cop yep. link mm. up. Mm. I was a big fan. Okay, they're a little kind of goofy, you know. It's not really clear to me what exactly they're bringing to the table. Uh, I don't know, ex- you know, could the plan have gone off without them? I'd say yes. But uh, <laughs> that being said, I just kind of wanted to know their life. They just sort of were dropped into me. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they like. I don't really know anything about them, but I like their face and how they moved around. Yeah, bro. Don Omar, uh, who's, I don't remember which one Leo or Santos he is, but um, like which one the name is, but Don Omar is my sixth man. He's he's awesome. If you want to know a little bit more about their characters, Arv, you should watch the Los Bondoleros short film, which came out between Tokyo Drift <laughs> and, and Fast Four, uh, where they they explored like his. So they're both Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah. Don Omar is a pretty famous DJ. Uh, Tego mm. Calderon is also a rapper. Um, and they they did like Danza Caduro. They've done a bunch of songs with within like That's the Fast Four. Wait, is that That's why Don at Omar. the end when they open the safe, Danza yeah, Caduro yeah. starts playing? That was hilarious. Exactly. And this Bro, uh, t- I, I, this movie kind of blew, Don, Danza Caduro is like a very well known known song now. But uh, yeah, so they they play they like some two guys from DR that were on like Dom's crew that then kind of transitioned into Fast Four and like and are are a part of the squad. And then they came back for Fast Five. So shouts to Don Omar. His just his facial expressions when they're driving the car yeah. and like his jokes, them like joking back and forth. And when they have to go like do the the like, you know, put the bombs in the bathroom and everything like that. He was just yeah, he was fire. I, I was laughing every time he was on screen. Bro, yeah, Tego Calderon honestly reminded me a lot of um Andre Royo, who plays Bubs. <laughs> he reminded me a lot of him. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I mean, it depends because, like, I was going to say, I mean, initially we were talking about, like, you know, I'm saying Luda and how he killed it, but I guess he's really a main character. You can't really say he's, he's sort of starting man. five. I would have given it t- to Tyrese, but Tyrese is also definitely starting. Yeah. I, I, so yeah. I'll, I'll say I'm going to give it to Sung Kang, who, who played Han Lu. He was good. Uh, I, thought, I thought he was pretty, pretty funny. And just, yeah, the whole, like, I feel like it's cool when you, like, you have a character that has, like, a very discernible, like, you know, like, yeah, just like this court one taker quirk that they have. I feel like that that's really like I don't know, it's cool to like see, you know, characters have some sort of backstory or some sort of thing that sets them apart. So that thing was kind of cool. Um Yeah, bro. You know Sun Kang is awesome. He's great in these movies. Yeah. He yeah. so he's his first film in the series was in Tokyo Drift. He dies in the movie and then comes back in the next three films. And then Unexplained? he's coming back also for Fast Nine. So they're all they made them all prequels to Tokyo what? Drift Wait, just so because he's, he's that good. Well, we don't know because uh, uh, the Fast 9 trailer came out and we'll, we'll get to the reaction, uh, the Fast 9 trailer viewing uh, at the end of the pod. I have not seen it, so it'll be a live reaction for me. I've, of course, watched it 20 plus times. Uh, so, I uh, yeah, I can't wait to get to that. But um, yeah, Sun Kang is, is awesome in these movies. Bro, I love how like Rishi is acting like Arvin and I are just like dry hating right now when it's just clear that you you're are. just obsessed with this franchise and Arvin <laughs> yeah, and I are grounded in rationality. Y'all don't respect good cinema. That's the problem with you people, man. Bro, I'm, this I'm thing got to, nominated for like 20 on. Golden Raspberry Awards for worst acting, worst <laughs> picture. Like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, y'all don't know a good thing. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's, our, that's our sixth man of the film. Uh, the recast. My pick, Gal Gadot. I think she sucks. The funniest, like, uh, like trivia bit about Wonder Woman is that, like, 
for some reason, all of the Amazon Island people that are from Wonder Woman's Island have to speak in Israeli accents because Gal Gadot literally can't change her voice. I think she's a terrible actor. That's called I being don't a bad think, actress. I, I just don't think <laughs> she she does anything good in this movie. And I'm really happy to recast her. And I have a couple ideas. Um, so I'll, I'll propose. I got three. I got three top picks. Y'all tell me who. Okay. Uh, who y'all think Fine. is the best out of these. So I think Paula Patton would do a great job in her role. Sheesh. Like, you know, to quote Stephen A, somebody fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frida Pinto would be very interesting. Uh, I think but this she would have been use... a little bit... Oh, actually, no, never this mind. Been came out like, oh, wait, I was going to yeah, say yeah. she was going to... That would be a little young for her, but no. So no, no. I think that would be an interesting way to go. Or Gemma Chan. Those are my top three. I think they Who's can Gemma bring... Chan? Gemma Chan is uh, she? I think she was in she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, she was in Captain Marvel. Shouts to Captain Marvel. This is the second time I brought up Cap- arguably the worst MCU film. Second time uh, episode in a row that I think <laughs> I brought it up. Bro, anytime I hear that movie, all I can think of is that photo of the selfie of Brie Larson where she's like, <laughs> "This guy's watched Captain Marvel two hundred forty six times," and the dude's in just like, theaters. "No, I've seen it every single day of my life." He's like clearly trying to smell her in the picture. It's very disturbing. Yeah, bro. It's some mad awkward shit. Like, I hope she hires some secret service after that. But for Brie real. Larson, hope you're doing okay. But I think we could have gotten some acting chops in there. People that can do uh, a couple different things. Good action heroes uh, to take over Gal Gadot's role. Because I don't think she was very good. I feel it. Honestly, bro, it's it's going to sound funny. But the first thing that I thought of when her character pulled up, because I mean, I didn't even know it was Gal Gadot in the film. Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't know who that character was. Uh, I mean, but she, she, she got famous up, through this. She was in the fourth movie. And that was, I think, her first, like, I think it was her first ever film. Wait, role. you're telling me this is how Gal Gadot got famous? Yeah, unfortunately. The Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise uh, gave us Gal Gadot. So uh, if you well, sat through Wonder Woman 84, uh, you know who to yeah. thank for that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but no, I, when, I, when I first saw her pull up on the motorcycle, the first person I thought of was Halle Berry, honestly, because of, like Catwoman and like you know she's wearing all black on the motorcycle so I was like sheesh I didn't know Halle Berry was in this joint and then of course like she stands up and I was like oh no that's definitely not Halle Berry (laughs) unfortunate but uh, but no I mean I think honestly as I've been pretty explicit about I was not a huge fan of the acting in this film so you know we could throw out recast ideas left and right and uh, and you're not touching it okay (laughs) I'll draw a hard line The core fast family, I don't feel like you can break up. But go no, no, for it. obviously, go for yeah, it. you can't. No, obviously, you can't. And like, I mean, if I was to recast Vin, who would I pick? Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and then right, what? Vin right, becomes right. Hobbs, and it's like, okay. <laughs> Instead, he's like, I will find you, and I will take you down. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that. He could, he could stay as Dom. <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> dude. All right, I got two suggestions. One, technically a little outside the scope, but. Uh, I would have suggested they hire a single person who cared about developing a plot because I think that could have helped. <laughs> okay. Second, and this is integrally <laughs> Second, this is integrally true. I was thinking, okay, who could be replaced that would like stand in for us to point out like, yo, this is the most absurd thing ever and they would do a good job contrasting and I was like, all right, give me the most awkward person who will not fit in in any way to the cast. Michael Sarah. No, Michael Sarah's a good. <laughs> That's good, like who I thought of when you said I, that. I said, I said, replace Luda with Rami Malek. 
Imagine how funny that would be. Bro, <laughs> remember, like, bro, like, little things. His like Mr. Little Robot things, character. Robin Malik, where yeah, the entire like time Mr. he just Robot looks like he's holding in a fart. Like, <laughs> dude, I was just that would be crazy. How funny I don't get along with like, people. Oh. <laughs> I don't like to talk in large groups. <laughs> and Robin's like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" And he's like, "I think we should turn right, right here." Yeah, that would be terrible. I think it would have been so funny. Bro, because I think going, you just have to go for the you have to go for the the shits and gigs in this one. So here are my two uh, propositions to join the Fast Family. First off, we got Rick Ross. This is just a match Ooh. made in heaven. Ooh. Rick Ross is Ooh. big money, right? Don't he's Miami, it. so he's got that kind of like fast. They they do spend a lot of time in like Cuba, DR. So he's got that Miami too fast, too furious shot in Miami. Uh, I think he would slide right in. He loves cars. Rick Ross pulling up in the Maybach, that's financing true. the gang. Like I think that that's just a match made in heaven. And Rick Ross, I, needs I, to I agree, he would fit in amazingly. It's just so Rishi just trying to intersect his favorite <laughs> into his favorite franchise. Like, bro, next, next I think, oh uh, my God. the state of North Carolina should just be the site <laughs> for every single Governor Pat like, McCrory um, in the Fast and Furious family. <laughs> Uh, I've done some research and uh, I've found out that the ideal suitable replacement for Dwayne The Rock Johnson is actually a North Carolina rapper, Moray, um, because he knows how to do with the quicksand, you know, the different turbulent environments. Uh, Wait, also, though, Rich, you have to tell me, did you not, the first time you watched, like, I guess watch, seeing it back now, I just was 100% sure that DJ Khaled was going to show up at some point. <laughs> he really just, needs to, bro. That would be so felt, lit. Bro, they need like a jet DJ ski Cosmo. scene. They need a jet ski scene. I'm sure there is at some point in the franchise, but they need a jet ski scene. And then, yeah, and then DJ there, I mean, Too Fast, Too Furious, directed by John Singleton, the GOAT, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, takes John place Singleton in Miami. Directed? Yeah, bro. Yeah. The, no, bro, Fast and Furious is official. And, no, uh, yeah, and they, have a, jet, they have a couple John jet Singleton. ski like race scenes. But my second my second proposed addition... Bad Bunny. I mean, I think yeah. that's that's a layup. You know, the most popping Latin artist right now joining. The, I mean, that's that's just that's easy, easy money. Yeah, I, I can't believe that Balvin, happened already. Yeah. yeah, or J Balvin. I just think there needs to be more women in the squad too. I mean, I know that there is like like Michelle Rodriguez, obviously a staple of the franchise. She's not in this film, and you know, Ava Mendez makes a little post uh, credits cameo. I know she's in other films in the series as well. But I just feel like like it was like you know, I mean. Oh, I guess maybe it's because she's pregnant for a lot of the film, but like initially, like Jordana Brewster just like whipping, yeah. like in like the first like twenty minutes of the film, and then the rest of the film she's just in the warehouse by herself. Okay, <laughs> uh, in twenty feet, make a left. Five hundred yeah, yeah. feet, make a right. Meanwhile, Paul Walker, no, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've uh, they actually did have uh, there was a controversy about that with Michelle Rodriguez after I think it was after the last one came out, the eighth one. Uh, she was like, you know, hope you'll see it, but I don't really know if I'll continue being a part of it if the women don't have more to do. Because it is a very, like, male-centric, like, most written, ag- it's written most movie. It's very, like, aggro dude. Yeah. Bro, but, Vin uh, Diesel, they pull up to the sideshow and there's all the women there and Vin's like, <laughs> <laughs> we're finally home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, like, like I said, they added Gina Carano is in the movie. Ronda Rousey's been in the movies. Charlize Theron was the villain in the last one. Helen Mirren is in these films. She specifically asked to join Fast and Furious after seeing the seventh one and and is in the eighth one. Um, so they are, there wow. have been more women introduced. Natalie Emmanuel uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, she's in them Ooh. now. Yeah. 
So uh, she came in, I think, on the seventh one. Um, so they have they do have a little bit more women roles, but of another kind of side effect of Paul Walker uh, passing away was that Jordana Brewster, the Mia, like also kind of got like sideswept because they were like, oh, oh okay, yeah. Paul Walker's character isn't in it anymore. So like she's not really in it either. But uh, it looks like she's coming back for the next one. So uh, yeah, I definitely do. Dude, I do feel agree like a, that. like a Zoe Saldana or like a Aiza mm. Gonzalez, like those would be like great additions. Like yeah, yeah, super capable like action movie. Uh, people that are right like i'm just saying because aiza was in baby driver right and um zoe saldana yeah i mean she's been in like a ton of big stuff i'm gonna just add one more like person that i would add to the fast family um rishi rajagopalan i would add him let's go just because let's go because because uh for those of you that don't know and i want to say the 2013 to 2015 2016 uh peak vine era not only was he (laughs) blowing up on vine but also if you real real ones know they were tapped in Rishi's Snapchat stories, he was just dishing car game left and right. Like <laughs> you don't need you don't need to go to school to become a mechanic. Just look at his archive stories. That's number yeah. one. OG and OG Snapchat two, followers, no. <laughs> number two, he's also delusional enough to to think that, you know, this is a cinematic masterpiece. So then he he belongs in the family for sure. Bro, fast you 10, have my endorsement. Take it to the streets of Chennai. Your boy's in there. <laughs> I'm ready. They haven't gotten to India yet. They went to Abu Dhabi. So so we're we're getting close. Uh, of yeah. course, hey, Vin, Paul, you know, Justin Lin, Chris Morgan, all hey, y'all know. Y'all know I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready to go. And so let's let's move into all of the lights, our next category. Highlights, low lights. Uh I have about Red nine highlights from this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got nine highlights and no low lights. So <laughs> Every action, <laughs> every action scene of this movie fucking like it, it goes crazy, bro. We could start off with the train robbery. Oh my god! Incredible, okay. incredible sequence. They filmed it in. Uh, so they filmed most of the film in Puerto Rico. They did a couple soundstage things in Atlanta, and they filmed this in Southern California. And it's the so first. None of set it was actually film. filmed in Brazil. Aside no, from like, so the they shots were of Rio. going to film it in Rio, and then Puerto Rico gave them like a bunch of. Uh, you know, cash considerations or however the credits and stuff like that. So they ended up going there. Future um, second round picks. <laughs> <laughs> they gave them a bunch of conditional thirds, and and they they had they, they it, traded them a uh, they traded them a copy machine for Kyle Corver. So <laughs> yeah, Corver's role got cut out of the out of the movie, but yeah. Uh, and so it's the first like big set piece of the film. They just arrived in Rio. They just broke Dom out of prison. And they're like, all right, we're gonna take these cars off this train. And uh, as as with most of this movie, they did practical VFX for basically everything. They actually crashed this buggy into the train and it almost derails a train, as you can see, like in the film. Uh, and and this this scene is just awesome, bro. They're like they actually were dragging the cars onto the 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 truck bed with these cables like they actually did all of this stuff. And, and I mean, it looks incredible. No, that's the one thing like. It, it is incredibly impressive how they're able to pull all this stuff off. And, like, it looks super sick, super slick, like, the way things are shot. Like, I, I, I can't knock any of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the biggest action movie person. I'll say that. But seeing all this stuff be executed the way it was, it's super sick. It's just, like, I guess for me, sometimes, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see that stuff and it's cool. But then the flip side of it, it's like... Bro, like, like for example, the safe scene, right? Where the which once again I think is arguably the sickest sequence in the whole movie, right? The drag around the safe, and you know what I'm saying. 
they're literally just destroying the favelas, bro. Like they're crashing into people's homes, wrecking cars, wrecking buildings. Okay, they're and the not whole, crashing like, into They're just like teasing house. about it, bro. They took out what a are you bank, about, bro. They took out their the that money is, like is that. insured. Bro, it, it bro, they were crashing into civilians' cars, fucking everything. buildings, street signs, every like, like bro, it like, felt, I, I, yeah. like, I get it's just a movie, but at the same time, like, they're just like wreck half of fucking Rio, and then they turn around, they're like, <laughs> job well done. Like, it's so hard to the like them. Fuck? If you, they're yeah, like but they like, left yeah, the bag for Vince's dicks. wife. They're all immoral, and like, even their the whole thing bro, is like this one person. <laughs> What about all the fucking uh, 2004 Camrys that got wrecked along the way? Yeah, what yeah, are those people going to do? You think Reyes even, is going to pay him a check? Hell no. Rich, even from the beginning, bro, in the very first thing we see is this, like, break out of the prison bus thing, okay? You got this giant fucking bus, right? And then you got this one car in the very first scene. The bus is going full this is another highlight. Go ahead. stopped car. The car doesn't move. The yeah, car doesn't yeah. move. The bus gets flipped. Like the car just sits there. That, yeah. That, that, so when they sense. when they flip the Physically, bus and the miraculously, as it per the work. news report after, uh, zero people no were injured. How is that possible? <laughs> like, they that's make so sure to say they're like bro, there are zero fatalities. So uh, but that's the great thing about these films is that uh, Vin Diesel's <laughs> Charger. But that's the great thing about these. Vin Diesel's Charger is both indestructible and also gets destroyed in every single movie. How is it possible? So yeah, he just stops. Explain it to me. But you got to understand, like, they understand the angles. They spend a lot of time around cars. They They spend a lot of time racing. They know that if they force the bus to go right, then double back and force to go left and turn, that they can stick it and it's going to fly over the top and not not damage the car at all. Why don't you just set your car in the middle of the road, not moving? I'll get a fucking giant bus and go <laughs> ram into it. Let's see if it, it leaves on skate. <laughs> uh, I'll okay, be down, the- but obviously I'm not at the level of Brian O'Connor as a as a driver. Mm, okay. So. okay, okay, fine. Bro, I'm gonna I'm say close. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple other things, right? These yeah. I'm not saying necessarily like low lights, but they're just like I don't know shit. I feel like I have to say. So one of them I think they is, all bro, might be on my highlight list. So I definitely bro. got some stuff. <laughs> one is right. Okay, I keep going back to this this sequence, but. I mean, it's one of the main ones in the film. They're dragging the safe around, getting chased yeah. around by the cops. Let's talk about it. Barely making it like out of every single turn, every single street by the skin of their teeth the whole time, right? And the cops are on their trail and the cops keep catching up to them because, well, they're dragging a 16-ton safe and the cops are just driving it, normal It was 9,000 pounds. 9,000 pounds, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how many tons that is, okay? Somebody got to do the conversion for me. That's uh, a four and a half bro, tons. this whole time... Vin Diesel has the nitrous in his car and he doesn't activate yeah. it the whole time? Yeah, well, you, you no got to understand. They, I mean, they had a plan, right? They had a plan. They had, the Did timing they? is important because they had to carve out that 10-second window under the overpass. So they, if they, as long as they're on schedule, they're on schedule. And you could see they clearly didn't need it, right? But let's let's talk about that final because I got a Which bunch of other no stuff. Which makes no sense because the, the cops oh like God. are literally not able to catch up with them, even though they have a nine thousand pound anvil to drag around. <laughs> no, no bro, but that's I don't the, care that's how that's good a driver you thing. are. That just defies no, the laws bro, of physics. They, they that, that are actually, able to catch up to them, but the fact that they use the safe this is one of the greatest yeah, set piece action oh, oh, sequences oh, 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 I have ever seen. 
Like no, it's, it is it's sick. truly it is incredible. It is sick. So they have a safe that's linked up to these cars, right? And they're dragging it through Rio, trying to escape the cops. But at the same time, obviously, all of these cops can catch up to them. And they have cops in SUVs, sedans, motorcycles, chargers, everything. And so they're simultaneously using the safe to, to get away, to fit through places, and then also using it as like a battering ram. And they take out cop cars like four or five different ways throughout the, the thing. Like yeah, they, they like split and it comes through the middle and smashes one. No, they use it, they roll it over on the side and, and fuck up some shit. They, they, the cable like slices the top off of one of the cop cars at one point. It's like, it's just so creative Bro, but how they do no all rules. that. I mean, literally, I, first of all, I, I watched the thing where the guy who, who like the, action person who that's a great video we'll we'll link it in the description yeah well he literally said the great thing about this is people always tell me like oh you can't do that it's not realistic but luckily in this series i don't have to worry about that and i was like but they did it all practically bro no but if you i'm not forget the like if you literally watch like the imagine if that thing was actually nine thousand pounds they're yeah, going around hairpin turns. This thing is swinging out, and somehow their little Dodge Charger is staying perfectly straight on the road. There's no way, that bro. Happened. But they, they actually off. did it while dragging no, a nine thousand pound safe. Obviously, no, it took no, practice no. and things like that. But they, they legitimately he, did all of these stunts. They, he said they used a CGI safe one time, he, like I for one yeah, single putting, shot. It's not a. Re, it's not really the the same same way. And they put like a car in it and something. But I'm saying they built a looked, few different safes for sure. But that was that was to get, you know, cooler action shots. And guys, it's a it's an action movie. Come on, bro. You're really like they actually practically no, yeah, did I'm it. Not, and that's close no, enough. I'm not, for me. I'm not tripping about the, it's not the like laws the cars of physics are actually as much flying as I am about other like, things in, in the movie. That no, me out, like bro. it's that, fucking I'm not awesome, tripping about, bro. No, it, it's sick. <laughs> You're bro, saying, uh, how can you watch that and hate like and be like, oh, that's not that's not uber realistic. It fucking kicks ass, bro. I'm not I'm not hating on the safe scene, bro. I'm not hating on that. I told you I thought that was the sickest part of the movie. Yeah. Bro, but like it's just like other things that it's like, all right, I can suspend my disbelief uh for like action sequences and like for things like that. It's just for other things where it's just like it's just like it feels like so sloppy and like lazy, like the writing and like the entire like execution of it. Like for example, like in the in the scenes like uh, where like Hobbs is like oh like we need to like identify like who these people are and like and then like he's like enhance the image and then it's like place the scanner on it it's two guys entirely masked <laughs> up and it's like Toretto O'Connor like yeah, instantly and then two seconds later he's like all right I need you to cross reference all of their known affiliates with right. people who have yeah. come into customs in the past two weeks dude comes over presses one key and then eight images <laughs> pop up and he's like this is the crew like yeah, yeah. even when they're doing the plan for the actual like. Uh, fucking to actually rob the safe houses or to rob the, the police headquarters nothing is said he's literally just like we pull the money out we pull him out and then all of a sudden they're just ramming into the police headquarters like bro it's just a mockery yeah. of like actual like we're talking about okay I get it's an action film it's not some fucking you know like I get I get that I get that aspect of it they're not focused on the dialogue as much as they are as the action sequences the driving and the explosions but like put like two ounces of effort into it right like come on like like it just feels so sloppily done at, at times man that's that's my, that's the way i see it so if you're really looking for like we need everything to be perfectly set up or like hobbs can't have some advanced facial recognition technology that doesn't actually exist in the real world then yeah you're definitely not going to enjoy it but like part of it is like I'm mission saying, impossible like, those like face masks that perfectly like make you yeah. perfectly look like someone else and they rip the shit out like that doesn't exist but it's a really no. cool like movie plot device 
Yeah. I get it. I get that totally. So but I it's definitely like, feel that. I feel like at least put some more effort into like the the planning of the heist and like or like how like the like because like all right like a lot of this is right this cat and mouse game between Hobbs and Toretto and his crew right yeah. and like who's gonna come out on top so that's a cool dynamic to have but flesh that out a little bit more don't just have Dwayne the Rock walk in and he's like Toretto is my guy and then they yeah. go fucking charge up and tanks yeah, they're yeah, like we there he didn't is. take Let's us that long him. to like, flip the receiver now I'm here <laughs> yeah like that shit yeah, is yeah, just yeah. so corny to me bro like I get it's an action film but like I don't know there's certain like campiness that i just can't let slide sometimes bro okay so we should talk about about toretto and uh and hobbs so they they set it up i think like mechanically so maybe not that well doing the rock but hobbs? this is the first movie with, with the rock in it Whoa. and i think they like they build up to the fight so because the fight is argue like the chase sequence is the best action set piece but definitely like character wise and emotionally and all that stuff the fight is definitely the high point of the movie right when you see vin diesel and when you saw the rock and they're in the trailers and you hear that he's come onto the film you're like okay when are vin diesel and, and the rock in a fight like that's Which, the big first draw. of all crazy to me and awesome. i get it's for the the plot and i get it's for the movie but crazy to me that vin diesel would ever beat Dwayne the rock Bruh, johnson vin in a diesel fight. is absolutely five eight he would get washed. Yeah. Bro, bro, I looked it up. Google has him listed as a generous six feet tall. Not Let's say, okay, close. even if even if we're going by Google, right? He's six, what, 220? Dwayne The Rock, 6'5", 260 on a yeah. breezy day. And there's two right? of them. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's going to... Dwayne The Rock would absolutely wallop Vin, but I There's I like so it, much creative editing around it, which is like great. Like they never quite are standing up like man to man. Like yeah, one of yeah, them's always yeah. hunched over. Or one of them's getting thrown or they're both on the ground and except like the ambush scene that happens right after the fight scene like Vin Diesel helps the rock up and they're like he's like helping him over and in that you can clearly see the rock is like a foot taller than him and what like his head is the size of Vin Diesel's entire body and it's yeah it's it's somewhat ludicrous uh no pun intended that uh they would actually be evenly matched up in the fight but they set it up really well like first of all hot like the Rock is getting off in incredible action guy quotables throughout this entire movie. Like get every your one of them ends on. in "son of a bitch." Yeah, some <laughs> bitch. Like he's just getting off incredible. He's like, I need two things. One, give me a translator. I like her smile. And he's like, in the second one, stay the fuck out of my way. Like the Rock is getting off great. Like just action, dumb action hero quotables. The All entire of them time. sponsored by Under Armour, by the way. All of them sponsored by Under Armour. <laughs> sponsored by Under Armour and uh, those misting bottles because they're constantly just misting the Rock with water. The Bro, entire that, that movie. was the That's funniest true. part of it that was when they're in the car on the way to the police headquarters, like for the final like heist, actual heist. And it's him and it's Elsa Pataki, Pataki, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her name, I'm sorry, but it's him and, and Elsa in the car. Um, what's what's her character's name, actually? I forgot that, too. Uh, I don't remember. Okay, him and, and Elsa in the car. Like, they've just been, like, fighting all day. Uh, and, like, you know what I'm saying? It's been a hectic day. And, like, the, it pans to Elsa. And, like, you know what I'm saying? She's looking, like, flawless. Like, no scratches, <laughs> no scratches. Turns to the rock. It's literally his entire face and head is covered in dots of perspiration. Perfectly placed little dots of perspiration all over. And he's like, are you ready for this? And she's like, yep. <laughs> like, for, uh, but, yeah, that fight is fucking awesome. It's Godzilla versus Kong before Godzilla versus Kong. And it's Which just, also is an absurd matchup as well, because like you have fire <laughs> breathing like Captain. dragon, and then just a big gorilla. We like, all know on. when Kong had the axe, he was undefeated. All right, that's that's all that matters to me. 
Uh, but there's just that that's when like Vin D or uh, The Rock having like that WWE like co- fight choreography experience and like the dramatic theatrics like that's what added a ton to these movies because they didn't have very good like fight choreography before Paul Walker like knows a lot of martial arts so they did like some stuff with him but like the way like he's just like he does like the 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 thing where you like push off the floor with your thing and pop back up on your legs and like the way you just he like spit like the most largest amount of spit I've ever seen in my life he just like spits past the camera and like jumps through the window like he just has all those theatrics really down and it adds so much like this fight is so well choreographed it's like it's just awesome yeah this is this was just a great moment this might be my highlight of the film it's between this and the chase in the uh in the favelas, which was also just fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the highlight for me is definitely like the, the safe scene and like that, you know, kind of final action sequence. Um, might be the only highlight for me, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, uh, the ambush scene, bro, with the RPG coming over his shoulder and like blowing up the truck in front of him. Some really Justin Lin. So Justin Lin directed this. He came on with Tokyo drift and like, uh, when we're talking about practical effects and we're talking about like these these scenes, especially these scenes with these cars, uh, just the way that they look, the first one and second one, there's not a ton of great race scenes. But when Justin Lin comes on, the way that he shoots like these cars during these races is Tokyo Drift has some just beautiful car scenes. And just Tokyo is just a beautiful city in general. But they just have these beautiful car racing scenes. And, uh, and this, there's not enough racing if I had one. Uh, and we can get into... Uh, our next category, the punch up, uh, where we rewrite a joke, a scene, or talk about an addition, subtraction we would make to the film. And my punch up would be not enough racing. There's uh, at its core, Fast and Furious is supposed to be a race movie. And, and like I said before, this is kind of the hinging point between when it turns from racing movies into like espionage, spy, you know, shooty, shooty movies. But um, this one, we only get one race and it's like the drag race with them in the cop cars. And uh, I re- I wanted like one more race scene, and I think they they skip over it when they go and get the Porsche uh, from the Brazilian dude. And I think if they had added a race scene, uh, that would have been like perfect because uh, Justin Lin shoots those races so well, and uh, and it that would have really like cherry on top. Although I of course think this is a perfect film. I mean, if if you're saying what I would have, the old, the main note I had is. Just tell the rock to get a warrant. <laughs> I think that might have made things simpler. Huh? That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to like think of a way because the thing that was uh, difficult is like some of the some of the reasons I had I didn't it wasn't for me were like just built in right because it's like every action scene has to be about a car chase I feel, basically other than a fight scene and that's. That just usually isn't my jam if that's the central device of because like it, it really felt like all dialogue and plot is solely to get you to the next race or fight. Mm-hmm. And that's there are like six yeah. or seven action sequences. It's packed with action sequences. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We only really the only dialogue scene we really get is the is the Vin Diesel. I remember everything about my father scene. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. the one. That's the no, one actual dialogue scene we get. Dude, and there's the and there's just weird ones like where the the rock is like having to justify like all the amount he's spending and getting <laughs> for this. And then they're like the chief of police is just like, "Are we sure this is necessary?" And he's like, "This dude 
he eats people like you for breakfast. He spends his life avoiding you. And they're like, okay, sounds good. I mean, we'll, whatever you want, we'll give it to you. <laughs> it was like, that was the scene. Anything short? <laughs> no rewrites? Perfect film? I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, no, I mean, no I just think that, you know, we, we tend to, you know, for the sake of, you know, I'm saying our audience is viewing pleasure, try and keep our pods, you know, 90 minutes or, or less. And so if I were to go into the punch ups, you know what I'm saying? We could be here for three, four hours. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to spare the audience that, but maybe just like every single line of dialogue. I just have a couple miscellaneous notes to add. So one is yeah. like the newscaster in in the beginning. Like yeah. there's a there's like a, a black newscaster. There were no fatalities that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if any of y'all have sense. seen Parks and Rec, yep. but he reminded me of Purred Happily <laughs> so much, Happily. bro. Wait, <laughs> it's, the it's, it's the same actor. Let's go! Let's it's, go! It's, you heard with Purred, yeah. Yeah, it's the word with Purred. He has the first line of dialogue in the movie. There's the preamble where they're like, you've been sentenced to whatever, which is from the previous film. But after the the bus crash, he has the first line of new dialogue that we hear in Fast bro, Five. It's no Purred way. Happily. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm telling okay, you, bro, the, I literally the Fast wrote and Furious down. cinematic universe. <laughs> Ever expanding. Bro, I, I wrote it. I wrote it down in my notes. And I was watching the film, the first of the three before, you know, I'm saying fall asleep, but first time. And one of the first things I wrote was purred happily question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. And then the other thing is I for, can't believe I didn't mention this earlier in terms of just the ridiculousness of the film is they're them driving off the bridge and falling yeah. into the water is the most preposterous thing I've ever watched in my entire life. I don't believe that was to survive a that stunt. without a scratch is just Dude, so ridiculously absurd. <laughs> Once again, I'm suspending my disbelief for the sake of, okay, it's an action film, blockbuster, whatever. But like, at least like, I don't know, like, give me something, bro. Come yeah. on. that Like, yeah. they go flying off a 400 foot cliff into the water and then they're like... <laughs> Nice follow, Connor. Like, come on, bro. What the well, you fuck? have to understand. See, the Corvette hit the water first, so it broke the surface tension, and that allowed them to to dive in. Like, see, uh, maybe maybe this is me being my inner. This is maybe this is me acting on my inner Rishikesh identity politics. But <laughs> when Rajni Khan does this in his films, I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Seeing Vin Diesel do it, something about it, I get a little indigestion. I this get a little segues heartburn. perfectly into our last <laughs> category. <laughs> Racial draft honorary Desi, where we pick a character from the film to draft to our squad in the racial draft. And you know, I got to go with my guy, Vin Diesel. That is just, it's a layup pick because Vin Diesel already is uh, as racially ambiguous as it gets. We, uh, a little bit of uh, background. So Vin Diesel, born Mark Sinclair, uh, has not. It's it's unclear. I don't think he knows uh, who one of his parents is, and his it's father, unclear what race he is. is. All he yeah. said is um, that he is a racially ambiguous actor, and that he's a man of multiple cultures and a man of color. So we got that right. Vin Diesel on his logic wave. He originally struggled to break into Hollywood. This is his story is actually crazy. Okay, so this is how Vin Diesel started acting. Tell me, this isn't a, like a movie setup. Okay. Well, his stepfather was a was a theater. Like a theater, like coach, like a theater yeah, person. But check this out. This is from his, his Wikipedia page. Diesel made a stage debut at age seven when he appeared in the children's play, blah, 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 in uh, New York's Greenwich Village. His involvement in the play came about when he, his brother, and some friends had broken into the theater with the intent to vandalize it. 
they were confronted by the theater's artistic director who offered them roles in the upcoming show instead of calling the police. And bro, he remained in the theater suspecting. throughout this adolescence Ross, going on. Yeah, yeah, going on to do that story. in college. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. And uh, I always and so, think about that, like for, for like The Rock, right? It's a natural transition from WWE. How does, how does a human walking fucking brick like Vin <laughs> Diesel become a, an actor? It's beyond me, but it's a cool story. Yeah. Vin Diesel, welcome to Only our side, brother. Condition. Only on one condition, trade away Bobby Jindal and Nikki Haley. Yeah, I, listen, bro. They, it's we can't move those contracts, dog. I, no, 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 we really want I to, but I don't know if we're moving those contracts. Bro, R- Rishi really trying to push. R- Rishi really trying to push the Vinny Diesel agenda right now. <laughs> the Vinny Desail. Vinny Desai, welcome to the squad. Yeah. Our honorary Daisy of this film. I mean, that way, this movie's sort of uh, the American dream that that people of color can make as terribly mediocre films with white people and keep profiting off it so uh, that's cool and uh and profiting is an understatement like this is a billion furious seven put up 1.5 billion at the box office like these are billion dollar eight did over a billion as well like these are billion dollar movies at this point so um shouts to fast five this was an incredible viewing experience and we're all really excited for fast nine to come out and that's all for this episode. So thank you for listening to Unwrap. My name is Rishi Raja Gopang. You can find me on Twitter at Rishi Raja, R-I-S-H-I-R-A-J-A-H. You can also follow him on uh, 8chan where he likes to talk with his other friends about Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Usher Ramesh. You can follow me on Twitter at Usher Ramesh 99. Tweet me all your favorite uh, Fast and Furious slander just to piss Rishi off. Hey, bro, I'm here for all F and F discourse. So, do you say F and F Discord? You're on the server for the Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm on the Discord. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, he's he upgraded from he's, 8chan to Discord. He's the moderator. He's the moderator. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on a different type of uh, racial chat rooms, you know? <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, Arvind you can find me at Make Physics in Movies Real Again. And we have all those links in the description below. Rate us, review us, let us know here on socials what you thought about Fast Five and uh, these anniversary podcasts. We're trying, you know, some new things. We have a Views podcast, five-year anniversary. Uh, Shouts to Drake, dropping the same day as this one. Uh, So let us know what you think about this format um, and subscribe to know when we drop new episodes. We will see you next week. Salute, mi familia. (laughs) 